Hello there, friend. There are matters in your life worth making a stand for. There are fields worth fighting for. Welcome to Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode number 38. The belief here is that Jesus knows how life works best now, and the future belongs to his kingdom. Even more, the future is showing up in the now. See the show notes page for this episode at JesusSmart.com. This is a mini-sode. We're in our Apostolic Christ Followers series. This is number nine, Apostolic DNA. We're focusing on spiritual warfare. You can explore the first eight mini-sodes in this series on Apostolic Christ Followers. There is a page where all the episodes can be found, and you can see the show notes page at JesusSmart.com for that link. Here's a question for us. Has Christianity degenerated as a movement from a powerful, uncomplicated, and original movement to a more complex, institutional, what Paul referred to as form with no power? Well, a core DNA element of apostolic Christianity is the gospel of the kingdom and a growing understanding of the gospel of the kingdom and a growing, I'm going to say, a working knowledge or a proficiency in living and moving in that realm. What is the good news? You know, gospel means good news. What is the good news of the gospel of the kingdom? Is the good news that we're going to heaven? Well, good news in the time of the New Testament was actually a phrase used for the emperor when a new emperor would take the throne The good news would be proclaimed throughout the emperor that we have a new emperor, maybe Caesar Augustus. And the good news is the announcement of that emperor, of that new ruling authority. Well, this phrase, the good news, is elevated to a higher meaning in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospel of the kingdom. And the good news is that there's a new emperor, a Caesar Christ, if you will, Christ as king the King of kings, the Lord of lords, God as king. There was an expectation and a faith that God was going to come as a king and rule and reign on the earth. Now, this gospel of the kingdom implies conflict. I mean, would you just consider those angel armies over the Judean hills, the birth announcement of Jesus to those shepherds, Those were angel armies. Those were not cherubs up in the sky. Those were not weak, emasculated angels. If you look at the original language there and the narrative of that account, those are angel armies over those Judean hills. And because there was conflict surrounding the birth of Christ, we know that there was demonic agitation, Herod personifying that, that, you know, reaching its climax in Herod. And those angel armies were there to to open up the earth, if you will, to bring the Son of God into the earth, to protect his birth, to watch over him. And this is just a clue right away that the life, the teachings of Jesus, the announcement of Jesus to repent for the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God has drawn near to you. It implies conflict. It implies spiritual warfare. Consider the classic passage in Ephesians chapter 6 with me, and I'm just going to take a moment, and would you just listen as I read along, Ephesians 6, beginning with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
It means to, the Amplified says, to draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with Christ. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the schemings, the machinations of the devil, his stratagems, his his maneuverings, his tactics. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, against human beings, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. These are hierarchies, levels of demonic powers. Therefore, take up the whole complete armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand all that a given crisis with its opportunity embedded in it, all that a given crisis may demand, stand in your place, be fully prepared, be immovable, be victorious. Stand therefore, verse 14, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, or over all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication. That's a word just for prayer for all the saints. The readers in Paul's day, when they read this letter to the church at Ephesus, would immediately have known that he was creating an image of a weaponized Roman soldier here. And Paul is using this imagery to explain how we become protected and weaponized for spiritual warfare. There's a strengthening, a hardening, an enduring hardship. Paul wrote to Timothy, endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You know, when we're first born again, we're like an infant in the Lord. We're a baby and we grow as a child, but eventually we come to a place where we, we become trained, mature, and become a fully weaponized Christ follower. We become equipped. We learn to have sensitivity and situational awareness, how to be strategic and tactical, how to become proficient in our strategic and tactical abilities. We learn how to become proficient in our strategic and tactical capacities. Now, I I want to encourage us to have an active duty mindset. I'm sure it's similar in other nations. In the American military, there's something called the reserves, and then there's also the active duty. And when you're on reserves and you're called up into active service, that's a phrase that's used, you're called up. I want to encourage us to have an active duty mindset as a soldier of Christ and not a reserve mindset. We are called up. There is this account in 2 Samuel 23, one of David's mighty men, quote, one of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines. And by the way, can I just say that we need to have a defiant attitude against our adversary? We can't be passive. We have to have a defiant attitude. They were gathered there to battle and the men of Israel had withdrawn. But this one single mighty man of David arose and struck the Philistines until his hand was weary and clung to the sword. One translation says it froze to the sword. 
And the Lord brought about a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to strip the slain. There are fields worth fighting for in your life. Within your sphere of influence, within your reach, there are fields worth making a stand and fighting for. And I want to encourage you that in spiritual warfare, there are lines you have to draw and there are stands you have to take. You have to make a stand. And I'm actually drawing now a few concepts from a book called The Way of the Seal. A seal is an elite Navy fighting force in the United States Navy. The subtitle is Think Like an Elite Warrior to Lead and Succeed by Mark Devine. We have to create a new internal reality map, a new internal reality map which which empowers you to navigate your battlefield and to succeed. You see, as soldiers of Christ, we march and we move to a different drumbeat. We do not move to the false drumbeats of this world system, do we? I'm challenged and I want to challenge you on different edges in your life, different horizons to establish belief set points and connect everything to those higher belief set points. Could it be that your belief set point is too low on that issue? We all have different edges and horizons that we have to address and move on and, and um, live with. Are our belief set points too low on those edges? Peter Marshall served as a United States Senate chaplain. He said, unless we stand for something, we shall fall for anything. Unless we stand for something, we shall fall for anything. Now, here's a question for you and a question for me. What are you tolerating in your world because your belief set point is too low? What are you putting up with because you have not made a stand on that matter? What do you stand for? Freedom? Justice, healing, restoration in your life and others, sufficient and even abundant provision, a cause, a mission. You and I need a fight, okay? We need a hill for our flag. And I, I personally feel that I need to run missions close to the gates of hell with companies of fighting Christ followers. How about you? What's your why? What's your purpose? What's your personal kingdom ethos? That is, what is that characteristic spirit that you carry that is manifested in your beliefs, in your aspirations, and in your capacity to execute on those ideas, on those beliefs? Here's a few takeaways. Christ is a warrior. It's in his power that we fight. That's what it says in Ephesians 6.10. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Another, like King David, we're going to have to outwit the enemy with the mind of Christ, his schemings and his stratagems. We have a higher intelligence that we can access. We have a higher wisdom that we can move in. And we are simply going to have to Somehow, eventually, on these edges and on these horizons that we're addressing personally or in work or career or in ministry or in that cause, whatever it is, we are going to have to outwit the enemy. Resolve to make your stand. Take your stand, like Ephesians says, having done all to stand, stand. We're not going to win if we sit down. We're certainly not going to win if we turn and run. We're not going to win if we're sleeping in the tent. We're going to have to become active, duty, aware, sober, weaponized, trained, and proactive. Remember that our shield of faith covers all. 
Paul said, take up that shield of faith above all things, and it quenches all the fiery darts of the evil one. So we want to get in faith and stay in faith, move in faith. Jesus is the author and completer of our faith, Hebrews says. And faith comes from what? It comes from hearing. It comes from union with Christ and hearing present to the moment promises and lively words from him. That creates faith in our lives and increases our faith. Remember that the most powerful weapon in the universe It's not an ICBM. It's not an intercontinental ballistic missile. It's not some kind of a laser weapon from a satellite. The most powerful weapon in the universe is the sword of the spirit, the word of God, and specifically the declared and spoken word of God. And we must be watchful and praying always with persevering, overcoming prayer. Some have said that any failure is a prayer failure. And I think that must be largely true in a lot of cases, that failure is a prayer failure. And so there's no need for us to fail in prayer. I know it's, it takes energy. I know it takes discipline. I know it's work, but we must get into a prayer life that is energized by the Holy Spirit and establish a momentum and a consistency and an overcoming prevailing prayer life. Well, If you go to the show notes page, I'm going to have this book, The Way of the Seal there, Think Like an Elite Warrior to Lead and Succeed by Mark Devine. I would encourage you to read this book through the eyes of a kingdom Christ follower. How can I make application with these concepts and principles in a spiritual way, in a kingdom way? And I'll also have there the book that we've had on recent show notes pages in this series, Spirit-Empowered Christianity in the 21st Century. Well, thank you, my friend. I hope this has been encouraging. Thank you for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, other major podcast apps. It's also on Spotify, YouTube. It helps others discover the content, plus it keeps you connected. Remember to visit JesusSmart.com to see the show notes page for this episode. You can leave thoughts and questions there. There's a contact page to reach out. And as always, with Jesus, our horizon is brilliant. It's dangerous. We are weaponized, my friend. It's empowering. Make it a smart week, and all the best until next time. 